Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Triggered Can We Play With That wherever you get your podcasts. You might also be watching us on YouTube, so hey! And if you're not following me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina, now is a great time to do that. Here is what we're leaning into in today's episode. Now, y'all know we share real stories on this podcast. We explore the universality of a lot of these moments so that we can all gain a little nugget of knowledge, right? And of course, Of course, we cannot cover everything that we are exploring when it comes to triggers, but we are going to cover at least one facet, right? We're going to lean in and transform a hard conversation into a teachable moment with at least one facet. So grab a journal or a really good friend to dialogue about with what comes up for you in this episode, because here's what we're leaning into today. Uh, mm, Stretching it out. Here we go. Today. And because, just so we're clear, uh, on the Wisdom app that you all ask me questions on, this one has come up privately and publicly. So we're going to do a whole episode on living with loss. How do you live with loss? So, of course, y'all know we play with things. Again, it is not going to be as heavy as some of you might be afraid it will be. And it may not be the most funny dancing, sing-song thing that we've ever done either. But here it is. I'm going to give you a creative image today. Yes, we'll have a little bit of story. And, of course, there's universal moments. So, again, grab that journal so that you can explore what is coming up for you in this episode. Because, of course, you know already I am curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. All right, let's go ahead and take a breath. That was a good breath for me today. Okay. So for all of you out there who are new, welcome. Uh, Here is what I'm going to share before we lean into the story portion. We always start with a little bit of a story. Today, we're leaning into loss, right? And how do you live with loss? Because of course, life is for the living. So let's explore a reality of human existence. And for what is very triggering for some of us is the idea of loss, right? And that's loss of, in the case of this episode, right, a relationship, whether it is due to a change in circumstance, a change geographically, a shift in the a natural shift in the relationship because we've lost them due to death, disease, divorce, uh, breakup, right? Whatever that loss is, that's what we're exploring. How do you live with that loss, right? And and, and help to heal that humanity as you move forward. So one of the things that we always explore in our podcast episodes is the difference between like the powered way of dealing with triggers and the empowered way of dealing with triggers. If you are stuck or insist on living in a powered way of dealing with triggers, 
then your way of exploring really scary or uncomfortable material may feel a little rigid. It may feel very black and white. It may feel like there's one truth that you're looking for and that's it. I want to invite you to say, hey, is it possible to make this empowered? And when I say that, what I mean is, is it possible for you to explore this scary, uncomfortable topic with the idea that there might be multiple truths present? Is it possible for you to explore this scary, uncomfortable topic with the idea that you might be able to build a bridge of understanding either between you and yourself or you and someone else? Is it possible that you can empower and really diversify, right? Have a multifaceted experience of how to live with loss. Would that be possible? Now, of course, I'm not living your life, so I can't really tell you what is going to work for you or what isn't going to work for you, but that is my offering. And as I offer this to you today, you all know we're big on consent here. I want you to imagine there's a table between you and I. Everything I say goes on that table. If it works for you, boo, take it and run with it, right? If it doesn't work for you, you could toss it in the trash, right? Throw it to the side. It's okay. I'm not going to be offended if it doesn't work for you. You get to human how you human, and I shall human how I human. And hopefully we can build a bridge and meet somewhere in the middle along the way. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the story time? Okay. <laughs> so because I really want to give you a creative image today, I love to give people takeaway tools. And this episode is definitely going to have one. The, the very quick image that I have is in our last episode, we spoke with Pasha Marlowe about unmasking, right? And when you unmask, when you share something that other people may not have seen about you, whether it's identity driven or a secret that you've hidden from your past, something of this nature, when you unmask that and lift the curtain, so to speak, the, the ripple effect that that has out on people, the shift that that can cause in your relationships means that you may lose some relationships, right? And that's hard because that means in the owning of your truth, which you have every right to own, because here's the thing, we can't change that, right? No matter how many curtains we put it behind, if you lift the curtain and it is still true, it will have always been the truth. Whether you say it out loud or not, something to think on. But the first thing, you know, if you haven't already written some things down is yes, in your journal, of course, or your side notes, whatever you use, the consent, right? Be willing to lean into the space. If it doesn't work for you, toss it. If it works for you, run with it, right? Shift it, whatever needs to happen. And also that when you are unmasking, when you are sharing something that someone is not expected from you, that there is loss that is possible and that maybe a natural part of the process, right? A shedding of relationships that actually do not serve you. And the reality that no matter how many, you know, carpets you've shoved it under or closets you've put it behind or curtains you have hid it behind, anytime you open that door or look under the carpet or lift that curtain, it will still have been true, okay? Even an unspoken truth is still a truth. So write all those things down, the nuggets of wisdom. And I loved that episode with Pasha because we... we I spoke right at the end about a little bit of, of my personal story, one of my personal stories. I'm going to briefly go into it here. I was sitting at a table with a group of, of uh, women, all women identifying uh, human beings. And these are people who I have loved my entire life. And I sat at this table and I expressed something about my identity that I knew was true for me. It wasn't a surprise for me. Um, but to say it in front of them was like an unmasking for them. It was like a coming out to them. and 
the experience I had from these four different women was very different. One came from a very religious space and it was just a, oh, you know, that's, well, that's not right. That's wrong. One came from more of a, like a psychological space of, well, you must be unwell then this must be divorce related, right? This is grief related, right? Because that doesn't sound right. Um, one of them was emotionally distraught was like, this doesn't sound like you. I feel like, I don't know you at all. Did you hide this from me? That of that nature. And the other one, uh, really didn't care at all, <laughs> but the effect of unearthing and unmasking a truth here in this particular group of women who I've known my whole life, I've loved my whole life, caused a shift over the next two months in which I was cut from a wedding. Uh, I was excommunicated from conversation. Um, I actually chose to leave uh, after a very quick point at the beginning. And there's more to say about this. There's so many different facets, right? And this isn't about who to blame or, or you know, trying to figure out who, who was the problem. It was so many different versions of humanity there that were clashing. It was very much a powered way of existing of, well, this is what's right and this is what's wrong. And I don't exist that way. And I'm inviting you to exist in a different way as well. That is such a powered, rigid way. And I want us to lean into empowered, diversify, build bridges of understanding so you can vibrantly exist as everything that you are. But let's get real for a second, because as beautiful as it is for me to say I was owning my truth and I felt confident in that moment, the shit storm that unraveled after that moment tossed me a group of women who I've known my whole life and who I now can say the reality is that there was a huge ethnic cultural component to this. It, it was a, a connection to my, my Latin roots. And I have lost that. Not that I've lost my Latinaness, <laughs> right? Or my Latin community. But this particular group of women doesn't exist the way that I knew it to be my whole life anymore. And so while they're doing their thing and I'm over here doing my thing, the reality of unmasking and loss and the grief that I have felt the grief that I have felt in losing this group of women and that connection is very real. Now I'm going to pause here. It was that story there, right? Because the reality is for many of us, right? We're either going to go the direction of it's totally worth it hundred percent, right? Or we're going to go the complete opposite direction of it wasn't worth it. I wish I'd said nothing. And many of us will fall somewhere in between. I want you to write that down. If you are experiencing the loss of a group of an individual, whatever it is, which direction are you running to that? You know, it's for the best. It's hundred percent. Wouldn't change anything. Or I would absolutely change everything. I wish I'd never said anything. Or here I am really in the middle living in that gray zone, right? With with diverse experience of, you know, it's hard. There is a hardness here, even though I'm glad or feel that it was right, right? What I said was honest and true. There still was a loss and I am living with that loss. So the grief that comes when we have to now deal with this loss, I want to now offer you the image. Here is your teachable moment tool, right? Transforming hard conversations into teachable moments. For those of you who are trying to unmask, you're trying to share, whether it is a racial identity that you've hidden, a religious identity that you've hidden, an ethnic identity that you've hidden. And I don't mean hidden intentionally even, right? If they didn't know about it and all of a sudden you are trying to share this with them, it can cause a ripple effect that we are not yet prepared for. And so if you are there and you are now about to express it, or you have expressed it, and you are ready to ride that wave, or you are, again, riding that wave of grief and loss. 
That is the image that I want you to think about right now. I want you to imagine that as that emotion comes up, it comes in waves, yes? And just like any wave, it will rise, it will crest, and it will fall. If you are not writing this down or drawing an image or doing something to take this with you, please consider doing that now. Just like any wave, it will rise, it will crest, and it will fall. Just like any wave, there is a potential for an undertow right? For something to pull you deeper underneath that toiling water up ahead, right? To pull you down into the darkest spaces. There is also the ability, just like any wave, for you to ride that wave as if you had a surfboard, right? With In a boat, maybe, right? However it is that you are able to stay above riding the wave, it doesn't mean it's not scary. It doesn't mean it's not intense, but it means that you get to stay where there is air, where you can breathe, where there is light, And where you can also see the potential for the shoreline ahead, right? As it crests and it falls. And then continuing in this metaphor of the wave, yes, the ocean wave, as it does fall and brings you back to shore where you are grounded, where you are stable, are you coming back to stability? Are you coming back to people who will help you stay stable and help you feel loved? Are you coming back to a community and a setting and an environment that helps you feel loved and seen and valid? I think about that girls group and I think about the waves that I have ridden. I haven't fallen into the undertow. I have ridden that wave, not always prettily. (laughs) It hasn't always been in a boat. I would say probably a rickety surfboard. But I think about the cresting and the falling of that wave and coming back. I love those women. I will always love those women. But I do not want to come back to shore to people who make me feel invalid and unseen and like I am unwell for existing in my most vibrant state. This is how I am designed as a human being. You are designed in a very particular way as a human being. And it doesn't mean you can't change. Of course, you can change. But in particular, when you think about the parts of you that you want to unearth and unshare, Whatever that may be, I'm not happy at work. This is actually my sexual orientation. This is how much I want to make and I need you to to give me more or change my title, right? You are, if anytime you're trying to change something, you are risking loss, right? The loss of the job, the loss of the relationship, the loss of the partner, the loss of the, right, fill in the blank here. Maybe it's worth it for you. Maybe it's not. That is something I, I cannot tell you. I don't know the context of your situation. And even if I did, I can't tell you that. But you can. You can know what sits well with you and what doesn't. You can know that that wave will come. It is predictable, my friend, right? Let's think about the lesson here of owning your truth. That wave will come. Are you allowing yourself to be pulled into the undertow, into the darkness, into the I wish I'd never said it or the I'll never say it? Are you allowing yourself to ride the wave? And as you ride that wave, are you riding with a rickety surfboard? Are you riding with a a rowboat? Are you riding in a yacht, my friend? What is your level of stability and support as you ride that scary, uncomfortable wave that inevitably crests and comes back to shore? And when you make your way back to shore, who or what is waiting there for you? It might be parts of you. It might be other people. It might be things or places, right? Jobs, et cetera. Take this metaphor and run with it in a way that works for you. 
Because when we're dealing with sharing our truth, owning our truth, and the potential for loss, the loss of parts of the self, the loss of relationships in our lives, the loss of events or job opportunities, and so on and so forth. At the end of the day, what I would want to invite as we transform and move right from powered to empowered, and as we transform hard conversations into teachable moments, is are you owning your truth? Whether it's just with you, beautiful. Whether it's with you and a partner, or you and a friend, or you and family, are you owning your truth to the degree that feels right for you? And when you think about the reality that loss is inevitable in many of our circumstances of sharing our fullest selves, that wave is then inevitable. Are you willing to ride that wave and not get pulled into the undertow? Are you willing to let it crest and let it fall and re-examine who really or what really needs to be waiting for you on your shore for stability and grounding and maintaining as you move forward? That is the adventure challenge that I also have for you this upcoming week. That is what I want you to explore. Get out your journals if you haven't already. I want you to think about something you have shared or maybe you haven't shared yet. Maybe you want to share it. And every time you think about sharing it, you feel that wave of emotion and you let yourself get pulled into the undertow. You go to the dark places and you think, no, no, I'm shut down. I can't do this. I can't do this. Or maybe you've already shared it. And you're, you've lost some relationships because of this. Or, or feel the fear, right? You're riding that wave again. Are you riding that wave again? This was my truth and I owned it. And ah, now I'm, I'm riding the wave of loss, of grief, of change, of shifts, of transformation. I want you to think about your own wave. And my adventure challenge to you is I want you to draw it out. What is the wave that you are riding right now? And I'm not kidding with you. I want you to literally draw it out. What is the wave that you are riding? What is the title of this wave? What is the potential for the undertow? Have you been there? Are you familiar with it? What is your capacity and ability to ride that wave? And when it does crest and does come back down and you can see the shore in the distance, how far is that shore in the distance? And who or what is waiting there for you? Is it beneficial? Great. If it's not, can we shift it? The thing is, before we do any shifting, we usually have to meet ourselves where we're at. And that means we've got to know where it is that we're at. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there, they say. (laughs) In any case, as you ride that wave, one of the other questions that I do want to leave with you is really asking yourself, Which is more important to you in this moment when you think about yourself and your humanity? Is it your comfort or is it theirs? And maybe it's a little bit of both and we figure out how to make that work. And maybe you have an unequivocal answer of you or them. I'm not here to judge whatever it is you say. I'm just here to make some offerings on how do we live with loss? You ground yourself in the present. And you get ready to ride that wave to its inevitable crest and coming back down to the shore. That is what I planned for you today, folks. Thank you so much for exploring yourself as a human being, your triggers, right? From human to human perspective here. 
if you are about healing your humanity and empowering yourself to move forward as an empowered human being, please, yes, follow me on Instagram. Do it so you can join our live community meeting at the end of the month. You get to talk about these things. If you're listening to this the day it's recorded, we actually have the meeting today and we'll be exploring you know, emotional sobriety, leaning into triggers, transforming hard conversations into teachable moments. And of course, the big one, powered to empowered. How do we move from a rigid, unwilling to remove your sense of agency space to a, oh, wait, I have capacity for more. I can build bridges of understanding between our differences. Yeah, yeah. That's what we'll be uh, leaning into in each of our free live community sessions through the end last Wednesday of every month. Come join and and get that RSVP going when you follow me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina. That is everything that I planned for today. Thank you again so much for listening in. And if this has been helpful, let people know, share the episode. Yeah. Share the episode, follow me on Instagram and join that community meeting, whatever works for you. Okay. I'm done. I'm out. Stay curious. Stay curious.